I'm Mel. And I'm Tosh. And this is Mahogany Mammology, an online dialogue pertaining to the concerns and carefree parenting of Black motherhood. This episode is sponsored by Destiny Day Spa by Donier. Whether your skin is sensitive, oily, dry, or a combination, there's a treatment for you. Destiny Day Spa by Donier offers customized skincare treatments for all skin types. This 2018 Living Magazine Best of Readers Choice Award winner with two locations in Dallas can help with texture as well as discoloration. Treatments are also not limited to the face. Back and derriere treatments are available as well. Mention Mahogany Mammology and receive $10 off of a Destiny Signature Facial with Microdermabrasion. And now, back to the show. Our marvelous Mahogany Mammology Mom of the Week is Latrice Collins. She's a full-time working single mom and children's book author. And she also has an online pop-up store dedicated to bringing awareness and pride to HBCUs called Rated HBCU. Thank you, Latrice, for motivating all of us moms on how to keep the entrepreneurial spirit bright while educating not just our own children, but all children. Congratulations. All right. Now, Mel. Yes, Tasha. What is defined as the as a midlife crisis? Sounds like what I sometimes go through. Um, the midlife crisis uh, is actually a term coined by psych, psych. I think it's really a psychologist, um, Elliot Jacks, in a 1965 journal article. Usually involves busting stuff up, marriages, mostly also careers, norms. And reputation. Okay, so research suggests an an age difference between the genders. All right, for men, the crisis, and I use that term lightly, begins roughly late forties, early fifties, while women start their internal struggle from the ages of thirty-five to forty-four. Mm-hmm. So, what does this struggle consist of? Is it a feeling of being stuck personally and professionally? Today, we will explore this and what this looks like for Black women and mothers. And like I said, even the term crisis can be explored, too, because I've been doing some research and Mm -hmm. the term crisis— Almost has that negative connotation to it, like it, like there is some kind of issue or problem. Yeah. Whereas it midlife, it doesn't necessarily mean that there is a problem. It's not all over. Right. It yeah. is not all over. So we can definitely explore that terminology as well. So what are some examples or characteristics that you found in your research? So in the research, I noticed that they were saying feeling discontent with one's life or lifestyle, including people and activities, which may have at one time provided more fulfillment. Okay, I see that. Questioning decisions made years earlier, kind of that, I wish, you know, I regret doing this. Um, Confusion about one's achievements and questioning why I failed to manifest the life I thought I would have had by now. Oh, so many listeners are probably um, raising their hands and amen, amen in the choir and in the stands. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Confusion about who I am beyond the roles assigned by others, both in the workplace and in one's uh, personal life. Yeah, because that's kind of like a, you know, a... I don't want to say dichotomy, but you feel like you're caught in between 
two worlds and two situations of what society's norms are and what you're going through and what society is today too and what maybe your and maybe what your family expects of you yeah. versus what you want of you absolutely so, yeah absolutely anger is another one expressed or hidden over trying to fulfill the expectations of others or wanting their approval in lieu of pursuing one's own wishes or dreams, right? Oh, my. So, you know, Is if you think about— social media situation? Um, I was thinking more like you had, you had this thing that you put on the back burner for— I don't know, maybe a family or a marriage. I don't know. You know, always what I mean? got a reason to put it on the back burner. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's and so now, you know, some of that anger or resentment is starting to bubble up mm-hmm. as the years go on. You know, Ooh. I don't. Yeah, you know, what I'm Should've, saying coulda woulda. Exactly. Or yearning for the early years, wanting to retreat rather than move forward. <laughs> Living in the past. Yes. Yes, and I know quite a. F- well, I do know some people <laughs> that that do that, and it's kind of like when you bring it to their attention, it's kind of like a startling um, uh, self-realization. It's like, why are you always telling me about what happened 10 years ago? Like, you are living in today. You know, I mean, you can't. You can't change the past. The past is the past. It is what it is. Enjoy yeah. what you have, but let's, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing wrong with reminiscing exactly. ever so often. But if you are reminiscing on a daily basis, it's like, yo, come on. You yeah, know? You know definitely. So. So if any of those sound like you, then. Mm-hmm. Or if you know someone that demonstrates any of these characteristics, this episode is for you. I know. And so some of those things you may have heard, like we said, you may be unhappy with career, incredibly indecisive of what you should focus on. You're insanely jealous of others. You're in your mid-30s now, maybe in your 40s. Most of your friends, quite successful, highly educated, has the, the commanding salary. They own their own homes. However, you're bored out of your mind in your career, maybe, or or if not, maybe you're bored out of your mind, um, possibly in 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 the context of talking about black mothers being maybe a stay at home mother, mm. and you feel like you're wasting your life away. Every year slips by. You feel like you're behind um, as you age. You know, and with 40 or maybe you are in your 40s, you feel like you've missed so many windows of opportunities. Going back to that anger and putting things on the back burner and maybe possibly resetting from scratch, maybe causing, I don't know, I don't know, maybe crushing to your salary or your current lifestyle. I don't know, you know. Some of those scenarios might might sound familiar. I think we all, you know, well, we all, well, well our listeners, sure, <laughs> yeah, you know, have have definitely gone to. That. I I will raise my hand on. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily this scenario per se, but having that feeling of a midlife crisis. Okay. So, and you, you know, or you may have found a wonderful partner, you started a family, you put your career on hold, or it wasn't, or you wasn't as aggressive with career advancement as one would have liked. Fast forward, while you have children and family, you know, then you love them so much, you're kind of lacking, you know, that, 
you're lacking that that certain uh, that certain Monoto- mon- monotone type yeah. of lifestyle. Yeah, the monotonous this life. That certain je ne sais quoi, as they say. Uh, Every day is the same thing yes, over and over but and not, over. Not quite sure what to do, where to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, uh, so it's kind of that that burning yearning deep inside, wanting to break free. Mm. Why do you think that this is not discussed? in inter, like, you know, one-on-one conversations or mom's groups or sister groups or what have you. As women, we are are the the caretakers. We are are the the love, right? Mm -hmm. We are the, you know. And, And so that society continues to have those expectations of us, and we should be... We should be happy with what we have right now. <laughs> True. But I think it's normal to want more for oneself. I, I, I don't disagree at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, okay. And if we if we do start to verbalize, you know, it's almost deemed as unacceptable. It's taboo. Yeah, it's sacrilegious. Right. Like how dare you want? How dare you want more? You have a family. You have children. That Someone has be, it worse off than you do. Yes. Yeah. How dare you want more? How dare you? I don't know. Even strive for that personal self fulfillment. Your children, your family, all that should be your fulfillment. If that makes sense, it should. It be. It should be. But maybe it's not. Not not saying you you absolutely love your family, but you know maybe you have a passion for something else. Maybe you want to do good outside of that role of being a caretaker. So if you do decide to want to even explore those thoughts, you know, for some people it's like mm, no, or maybe and or mm-hmm. I say maybe it's not. You probably don't even have time. I don't know if you have time or not have time. Yeah. You think you don't have time. Yeah. You're so, you know, speaking for a mom. We're all busy. We're all busy. Absolutely. Someone once told me that if you, you know, if you really wanted to, if you really wanted something, you would make time to do it. I've heard that as well. What there's only, you? Well, there's only 24 hours in a day. There, that's true. Well, I'm going to go all the way back to black mom myths. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. I realize, and I know this doesn't really go with the topic per se. Um, I know I've had to get up much earlier days to go and deal with my job in terms of the events I have to deal with. Okay. So if I can get up early, and I mean like 5 a.m., be dressed, ready, and to go, then I can take the time to get up at 5 a.m. to go work out. That's where I think some of that lies in. It's about the what what do you deem as a priority in your life? Yeah. And you also have to find that balance. <laughs> personally yes. personally yes. speaking, yeah. I agree with having to get up at 5 a.m. However, I love sleep. I agree. So Something's got to give, right? Well, yeah, you can't give 100%. I mean, you're dividing up your day so many hours yeah, in a day yeah. and, and, and all of that. Um, so you could, be, realistically, in a more practical way, if that's the case, 
I love sleep. So maybe two days a week, I need to get up at five o'clock and focus on my self-fulfilling passion. Well, can we can we back it up even further in terms of sometimes one of your questions was not knowing where to start. Right. Right. So right. we're talking about like we already know where our visions this are. Like, tr- yeah, yeah, visions you're right. are. You're so right. let, let's right. even back up even further for those who are like, like all they just need to do first of all is just scream and they probably can't even scream. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes some moms need to step back and go, I need to go somewhere to scream. Mm-hmm. And release that tension and then go, who am I? Yeah. And what do I want? Keywords in both of those questions, it's I. <laughs> Not what your child want. What? No, what, no. You know. Okay. No, no. Jump no, out I there. No, no. I'm trying Not- to formulate like what? And I, I guess think I'm, that's the hang-up for moms yeah, in, the, yeah. in the crisis. I'm not trying—I hate to use the word crisis. We titled it that, and I know I, I know. know you don't want to—in this midlife moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> in okay. this midlife moment, this is the time, because you've either probably have focused on everybody mm-hmm. else. Some of y'all have been caretakers for. Everybody else. And as black women, we always put everybody everybody else else before ourselves. For sure. Take that moment. I don't know if it's scheduling the time. I don't know if you need a sitter. You better call somebody. There are resources where you can go drop your kid off and go take that time. Go sit in a library. It's probably the most quietest areas out there. Or take your kid to the library. Take your kid to the hey, That's and let great, them, too. Yeah. Let them go play, read, or have you. sit and focus. Yeah. And there's numerous self-help books out there. I'm not going to yeah, yeah. dump dive them at all or no, you know, no, no. too many to research. But just the focus. I mean, people do like vision boards, which always gets me. That's it's, what I was thinking. Vision boards, meditation. The yoga, the you know, but yoga takes time, you know, like that. Yeah, that's a skilled thing. Yeah, yeah. Not that that. But I mean, even listening to instrumental as part of your way to dive into what's important or who you are first. And you know what? I will also say this. So going back to that term crisis, like yes. midlife crisis, they always say, it, "Well, not always." I take it back. I was reading that. This 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 thing happens as a result of some trauma, which I disagree. I disagree with that too. You know, I don't think trauma it comes not so from much trauma. not so much a physical trauma or anything like something like had, death, like a, yeah, like, like a some, rape or something. Something else, happened something. to you. I uh, know, mine didn't. You know, and I disagree with that. One day there are days that we just we just wake up and you know and we're like yo. Fuck this. Like, this is for the birds right now. At this point, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you could be laying down. You got a kid crying on mm-hmm. one end. You got another kid breaking up some Legos in the back. You got, you know, the TV on, the dishwasher going, the washer. Like, yo. And then you turn on television and you see Beyonce living her best life on a yacht. You're yeah. like, well, uh, Beyonce has the resources to be but living then that her can, best life. But that can turn you in, that can switch the light of... 
oh my gosh, what decisions did I make and where did I take a different course? Yeah. You know, I know. And I, you know, a lot of my moms that I speak to, they, I, I have the same sentiment, not so much like with all the, you know, goings on in their house, mm-hmm. but just re- thinking about what they used to do, like they used to travel. Mm-hmm. And now that I have my child, I can't do this anymore. It's a, no, no, I was going to say, yeah. or that or that sense of um, independence mm-hmm. has been, I mean, I'm going to say it, It was ta- it's been taking away from you because you now have the responsibility of taking care of a little person or persons. This is true. Did you know, I was reading this one article, um, that nearly 60% of Gen Xers describe themselves as stressed out. Why? For them, is that whole midlife crisis just the, as I mentioned earlier, kind of like, Everything's busting up. Like it's, it's marriages. It's the careers. It's the norms. It's like everything yes. all like at once. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, like the moms that you've talked to, it's like the lights come on. Like or not, I would say it's come on, but like the lights flickering. And when and we this talk, moment, and as they talk more, it's kind of like, like oh shit! Oh my gosh! Like yeah! Oh my gosh! I don't have time to do all this. Like, I don't have time. Never, or like yo, what did I do wrong? What did I do? Like I've. Like, all of this stuff that I used to do. Or I've known, I, I had a friend who, or have a friend who um, didn't want to go become a stay-at-home mom because she felt like she earned her higher education and she felt like if I go back, she didn't call it go back, but if she became a stay-at-home mom, she felt like she was losing her identity. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I don't know what to do. This is And that goes into And I feel like that was her mid part of her midlife moment. That goes to that definition of or the stigma behind being a stay at home mom. That's true. That's true. You know, mm-hmm. it like you said, it's a backward step. Like I have been moving forward and progressing, you know, it, professionally, personally, you know, spiritually, maybe, you know, and then now, like, it has, being a stay-at-home mom maybe abruptly has cut that off. And there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mom, but but like you said, the stigmatism out there is that, but unless you educate yourself about that or what could be great about those things, then you're going to start leaning towards having a midlife moment Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, of feelings that can lead to a crisis, can lead to depression, can lead to, oh my gosh. Right. What am I going to do? Right. Yeah. Because that that moment, you are going through a period of anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of like we said at the beginning, where do I begin? Where do I start to figure out how to make this better? So they, in my research, they were also talking about the U-shaped happiness. Oh, what's that? So, <laughs> if you uh, basically um, the valley is kind okay. of the 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 lowest point, and, and everybody goes through this. This is a kind of a human behavior thing. As we get older, so think about from start from like eighteen, right? Okay. So at eighteen, we're the high party city. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're at our happy, not our at our happiest, but we're at a high level of happiness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As we get older, that level of happiness kind of slumps mm-hmm. down. It is yeah. a reverse bell curve. Okay. And so with the lowest point being 
Um, when I was reading, it said the lowest point being like 50. Wow. However, that decline started, starts basically at like 30, 31, 32. So my Because you, now we're paying bills and we just now, now we're like, an adult. Oh, right. God. So can you imagine? So like a 15 year, 16 year, you know, <laughs> we sitting in this depression of just going down, 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 down. And then it peaks back up when you're like 51, you know? And so it, and, but that's what I was, that's what no, I was and it makes sense. It, it, makes it peaks back up. Uh, and by the well, time because you're, by then you're you've already like raised your kids and they're out the door. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, happiness. Well, so, for some, some for some, I know. I was I'm gonna say, saying. like, I mean, I know people who have two year olds who are in their fifties. So, you know, but but like you said, I, I think they've had that life experience, paying the bills. That you know, all that is stable, stable. You know, so now they they have a better grasp. Their of curve control. is different. Yeah, control of it with it peaking, with it coming back up and peaking again. I believe in their eighties or something yeah. like that. And so they were saying that people in their eighties feel just as happy as, if not better than how they were when they were eighteen. Well, I don't want to wait till I'm eighty. You okay? I don't want to wait till I'm eighty, and <laughs> nor and and I mean, be, being a woman in my thirties on the other side, um, <laughs> I'm I'm in that in I'm in that eighteen year gap now. I'm in that yeah. eighteen year interval of decline. That sucks balls. But I think what we do is, you know, sometimes I sit back and you have to go, what have been my great accomplishments? Because we get so focused on the negative and forget, gosh, I've done some really cool things. Had children, yes. I'm, well, that's not well, negative, know, I, but it's that's not, not a, great no, no, things that you've it's done. Not, no, no I, 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 I say that to be facetious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some other moms are like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, like, where do you start from? It's, it's starting from, what have you done that was cool? What have you— and thinking about what made those moments cool and how you can take from those moments into the now mm-hmm. to continue. I'm using the word cool like every three sentences, but <laughs> <laughs> but interge- and it's the Californian coming out. Um, interjecting it so you don't have to have the 18-year gap. And to to piggyback on that, that can be a starting point. It is, yeah. To finding your happiness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, what made it? You know, what made this experience like nice? Or, I mean, for some, it, it was finances, of course. You know, prior you may have had a two income, no kid life. You know, <laughs> now and that and that money was abundant. Yeah. <laughs> and then now, you know, so that that might be a little challenge. But if you, for example, like traveling or something like that. However, you can still maybe flip it and possibly travel locally, you know, or, you know. It's how you travel, you know. I mean, how you travel, yeah. I mean, there's Facebook groups out there that talk about you can travel with your toddler. Yeah. Or toddlers. Yeah, yeah. And it's just flipping the script on, okay, well— 
maybe you have to change. You can be adventurous, but just change a little bit. Yeah, you're going to have to carry more stuff, but maybe you have to look at what time of the day you travel or maybe how do you have the kids participate in taking pictures and yeah. you know things like that I think right. we get so focused on you can't take the baby anywhere because it's danger outside well shoot you were traveling when it was danger outside to begin with so how do you you know you and have think, an extra person running along yeah. who can't pay for themselves that's yeah. all this is so. it, it was it was that feeling of independence like I was yeah. I was an individual I could get up and go and move without question without yeah authority exactly oh there's another person coming along and so yeah if there was risk I mean the risk was only to me right so now the risk is possibly to me my partner and my 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 children child or children but like you said you can you definitely can travel I think traveling with children is is pretty cool actually oh a lot of people do it okay (laughs) oh (laughs) um so, so the the thing also is like how do you deal with not being where you wanted to be at this age? Because that also contributed contributes to that internal self realization. I would love to know from some of our listeners who have done vision boards. Funny enough, I've never done a vision board. Neither have I. Ever, 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 ever. Um, but you I'm, do Pinterest, right? To me, I think Pinterest is a high-tech vision board. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. That's what I think. And correct me, listeners, if I'm wrong. It probably did start off that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm curious for those who have done, like, the straight, you know, I'm cutting out the pictures out the magazine, and you paste in, and you do it every year. Where are you at with your vision board? Either for this year, maybe you did one five years ago. Because to me, that that would be a next step. You know, if you are that visually inclined, um, or maybe you're one of those people like me, I write down the goals and paste, you know, you paste mm-hmm. them on your mirror or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where are you at with your goals? And, and, then, and also, what motivated you to even create mm, a vision board? That's Why some work. That, that is work. Because yeah. you have to think about the plan, the, the concept. Why, why at that moment did you deem creating a vision board would be beneficial to you? Yeah. I would love to hear the listener's experience on that. So, so. And then I think sometimes, too, when people are creating, like, vision boards and their goals, do you have accountability partner? Where's your vision board hanging up? Is it in your home? I mean, again, if you—now, if our listeners, like— create like they you know how they have like the different workshops on them Mm -hmm. you know be great to hear from you guys too but I just wonder sometimes like do people with their vision boards they just you know have them in the side corner of the house and they're not prominent to be seen you know are people I think that would totally defeat the purpose but you know but I'm curious I'm curious to know if people like because I feel like maybe is the vision board not as prominent in your home and that's that's leading to why you're not able to focus on the goal, which is leading more into the midlife moment, quote unquote. I mean, I'm just, just yeah, throwing that yeah. out there. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. So so I was looking at psychology today and there was a couple of uh self internalization questions you want to consider and think about. Oh, I'm ready for you. (laughs) 
when you're going through this internal midlife self-realization. That's what I'm going to call it. And we'll, and we'll put these questions in our show notes. Absolutely. So for those of you driving, um, listening to us, right. you don't need to write them down. No, 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 no. For you. So here are some questions to ask yourself. No. What do I feel I should have done by this time in my life? Right? <laughs> right? We all contemplate that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to tell each other what we're doing? Or no? We can. Oh, okay. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Um, I what I what what do I feel I should have done by this, by this time, time in my life? life? Yeah. What what did you, what did you think you should have been doing? I thought I should have been owning my own company. Really? Yeah. I knew I wanted to have. I, clearly, I have the child. I don't know if I, I thought I was going to have four kids. So <laughs> she's laughing because I can barely deal with the one I got. <laughs> and I've got quote unquote bonus bonuses um, mm-hmm. around me. But um, yeah, I thought I was going to have four. Uh, I thought I was going to own a company. But then part of me thought I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. It's like I was like in, wasn't sure which one I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. Kind of own a company. I mean, it's a joint venture in this podcast. Sure, so, sure. There uh, you are. Okay, yeah. I thought about that this morning. I was like, oh, I'm not really where I'm. Oh, wait, kind of am. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm at. But um, so yeah, you. So oh. if if we have listeners, right? We always talk about um <laughs> free spirited Tasha, right? <laughs> and so I, honestly, my I have always been short sighted in my goals. And creating goal, like so, not unattainable, or like no, 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 like, not unattainable. You, you like get there, I've but ne- you don't knock down the door. N- no, well, let me just scratch that terminology all together. Then <laughs> that's not what I meant at all. Oh. I was meaning like I've n- I've never been the one to think like I should be here five years later. I should be here ten years later. Like oh, I you never, never thought about that. I just I kind of just roll with the wind. I just kind of like oh, here I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So what do I feel I should have done by this time in my life? I'm like working. <laughs> you know. Okay. I will say this. I I and and this is not like a unconfession or anything like that. Like I never thought I would be married. Okay. That's okay. Not to like any fault of my own. Like yeah. I was just, you know, I was just There are some listeners out there who who are going to agree with you. Yeah. Like about themselves. Yeah. There's some out there who are like I never thought they'd probably be a, a mom. I never thought. Yeah, I never thought I would be. Yeah. I never thought I would be married. I never I could yeah, I did think I was going to be a mom actually. Oh, okay. A single parent mom actually. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mhm. Yeah. One one child though. I didn't think like multiple. You know, <laughs> here we are. Um, so, from a personal standpoint, yeah. Professionally, mm, like I, I mean, I felt like okay, I, I was doing what I was doing. You know, like professionally in my nine to five, I was like, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, you're feeling good. Okay, I was like, I, I do that. Okay, I do it now. All right, that's great. All uh-huh. right, now. Moving on, you know what I mean, yeah. like that kind of thing. Like, so I technically, I guess, I am where I thought I would be. You know, some people aren't. Some people aren't. It'd be interesting. Okay, we'll have to put that as a poll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Is there something more important and fulfilling that you can focus on now? 
Yes, and I think I've started to make uh, steps to doing that. Oh. Yeah, i.e. doing the podcast, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, just my other thing, you know, is being, like, more civically engaged. True. And no, I haven't thrown myself in the ropes or the throes of it, but I've— Not yet, but I feel like— Don't even— Oh, that's, um, that's that's for next week's episode. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but you know, I've I'm I'm making small steps, controlled steps to yeah to to doing that, and so yeah, yeah. I would say, I feel like there's always more I could be doing, um, and. Because I've changed my focus, like what my goals are are for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm working on now. Okay, it's just taking me a while. And I think human behavior should be ever evolving, right? Well, yeah, because don't you like change every seven years or something like yeah. weird adage about yeah. that? Yeah, something like that. So it's you like, should be, be changing. What did they? Oh, what what it, what's the term? If you're doing the same thing, you always get the same. Yeah, you know that's five my favorite. Years, you do the same thing like every day, you're gonna get the same results. Yeah, but the other one I was thinking about is like if you're doing the same thing five years later, I guess. Um, Wasn't that a Bill Clinton like slogan thing? Where he oh, said, God. "If you're happy, if you're happy now, than you were four years ago." It's something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Then change it. Yeah, if you're not as happy as you were four years ago, then, then, change. Change. then yeah, yeah. Change. yeah. So. That's where that came from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What do you want more in your life? Right now, I just want some more sleep. <laughs> I mean, really, I want to be left alone. Yeah, yeah. But that's just being, you know. But I, don't, I think I think a lot of moms feel mm-hmm. the same way. Mm-hmm. I think I think there needs to be like a staycation in a lock in for moms. But in all serious, in all seriousness, I I want more. I'm at this stage of life in my in the other side of thirty, in the other side of my thirties. Um, I I just want to be. I just want to. Do something in society that contributed to the greater good, and I think that's I think that's, that's always little, going that's back, you. going that's back. You. As I go back, I'm like I think that's always something that I've always wanted to do. Just be, you know, participate in something that will mm-hmm. contribute to the greater good. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. How about you? What do I want more in my life? Um. I say sleep sometimes, but sometimes I find myself waking up and then I have like 40 things that go on in my head. Pare it um, down, pare it down. I know, it, it, right? Um, I think what I would like more of is just family vacation time. Mm-hmm. That's what I want more of. Okay. Yeah. And I would say, I also, to add to my thing, I want more creativity. Like, personally speaking, like... Going back to free spirited mm-hmm. person, I like as a child, 
if I wasn't doing what I was, what I've been, what I am doing now, like I should have feel like I should have been in the arts of some sort. I was going to ask you, do you do, well, yeah, you kind of sometimes do a lot of artsy, craftsy stuff because you do make things. Okay, yeah. I mean, your shea think- butter and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But arts, I'm thinking artsy, like, musical instrument, dancer, like, you know, Alvin Ailey kind of thing. Oh, you want to go do that? I Yeah, like, if I wasn't, that's, that's I love wow. to dance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. But so the next question is, what have what have I imprisoned that is crying to be free? My checkbook. True that. Because <laughs> as you say that, because, you know, I love arts and crafts. And I'm like, I was just in Michael's the other day. And I was like, man, I remember when I would just buy this place out before <laughs> trial. And I used to make, like, flower arrangements. I used to do this, that. And then, and it's weird because, like, you know, now having a kid, I'm like, you think I'd be, like, just giving them my whole paycheck, right? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. <laughs> so, because there are bills that need to be paid. Yeah. 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 So I, I I say that jokingly, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that's the the artsy craftsy stuff is making I, things with with my kid. Also, I think because as Black women we put other people ahead of us, a lot of our own personal ideas and thoughts or whatever gets pushed down so far mm-hmm. down, right? Until point, like, it just, at some point, it's just going to bubble over. It's just going to overflow, right? Or it's going to break free. Yeah. And, and then you, you, you don't, don't want to have a heart attack. You don't want to have a heart attack. But, you know, you don't also want your girlfriends or your partner to be looking at you like, what is wrong with you? You know, like, yeah. this is unlike you. When in actuality, what you've pushed down so far deep down is actually your true you. What they felt in love with about you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a whole other, well, not whole other thing, but it is a thing in terms of how some women, moms, live for their children. Mm Mm-hmm. And and not that there's anything wrong with you living for your children, but I think it's like the percentage or how much you live for your child, children, versus the loss of self. Of mm-hmm. who you are, and then by the time the children either go to finish into high school, go into college, now you're back to being you. You as a person is now there, like yeah, no clean little slate. people clinging yeah. to you, and people are like, "Well, what you gonna do?" And you're like, "I don't, I don't know. know." Right, and then that's another part of that whole. I mean, midlife mm-hmm. moment. Hits mm-hmm. when you become an empty nester. Exactly. Instead yeah. of having, as as my someone has tr- constantly tried to remind me, have a hobby. Hmm. Work on having a hobby. Now I know we're not. So are you yeah. saying? Are you saying like even like now as a, as a mom? I, we're young. We we are moms of mm-hmm. young children. We should have a hobby. That's that was that was recommended an to me. An ongoing hobby. Yeah. Have have something that you can look forward to. A hobby. So, I'll throw this out there because of the whole dancing thing. Yeah. Okay, well, what's wrong with going to a pole dancing class once a month or whatever? I, I mean, I'm just throwing it out me, there. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. As, an, as no. an idea, you know what I mean? It gets you out the home. It's a hobby. It's still yeah. a hobby. Yeah. I'm not saying turn it into a business. No, no. But it's a hobby. And I will say this. Pre-children, I actually went to adult ballet class. 
Is that what we call that now? That's not the nice word? I just call it pole dancing class. No, 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 no. Like, in a, no, like ballet, plies, all oh, that. Oh, okay. Like an adult, like pre-kid. I used to do oh. adult ballet and pole dancing. Yes. <laughs> in parentheses. <laughs> yeah, and pole dancing. You know, but, you know. That, I did so it once going when I was back, pregnant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't stop. I stopped because I moved, actually. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And I, I found one here in Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I was, I, I've been told to definitely look. And it's a hobby for yourself. Like that, it's not necessarily where, hey, you know, let me go get a bunch of girl, go, some of my girlfriends yeah. to go. It's about you. So it's not the, um, it's not a mom's night out activity. It mm-hmm. is a, a Tosh. It is a Sel- Selma. It is, you know, it is for the individual mom to gotcha. have an ongoing hobby. Mm. That's something I was recommended. So, so that leads into the next question then. How can you ensure a commitment to living a significant life? Man. That, to me, I feel like that's when you mentioned having an accountability partner. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not your spouse, not your partner. But it could be a homegirl. Yeah. Could be a coworker. I don't know. And I say not your spouse, not your partner, because maybe... The new thing that you want to try to break free, maybe your partner isn't truly in agreement with that. Like, like what you what, what you trying, trying to do? do? Yeah, and it's like, uh, like it's just like yo, fill me out. Let me just let me just do me for yeah. like six months. Or they want to jump in with you? No. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's no, fine. No. You know? Yeah, and then that takes you like not wanting to do the activity exactly. So an a, an accountability partner outside of your partner, your spouse, would, would help. Mm-hmm. You know, have your homegirl, you know, who who's just as free and, and not judgmental. Yeah. You know, support you behind that. Because you may, honestly, you may have friends who are like, girl, are you sure this is what you're trying to do? You know? You or may. you could have some girls who are like, hey, you want to go do that? Well, hey, I have some resources for you. Yeah. Or I know oh, someone yeah. who does that mm-hmm. and steer you in the right direction. Um. I think I think the biggest part is having that accountability partner. I think um, I don't want to necessarily say setting goals, but writing down when you want to do these things and what makes sense for you. Even if that means you have to calendar it, and you're a calendar person, and that's going to help you leave the house at such and such time, then make that happen. If sure. that's if that's what it takes, you calendar all your other kids' activities, calendar your stuff too, and calendar it. Perhaps first. That's mm, perhaps first. But you know, we're black women. Just give it a shot. I'm I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Oh, I know you're not, but other people are. Um, that's why I said, you know, mm-hmm. that's so, just me. And you know, going through these these feelings, this bubbling, that's what mm-hmm. I call it, the bubbling of, of yeah, of your passions. Is not something that, honestly, I feel you can tackle by yourself. I feel mm-hmm. like definitely going to therapy mm-hmm. to help you explore what it is that you want is well, that's a good one. Is just phenomenal. Because mm-hmm. you don't, like you said, we don't know where to begin. So guess what? The therapist can help us give us a questionnaire or, or what have you mm-hmm. to help help us, give us a starting point. I agree. 
of of what to do. So, mm-hmm. what, what do you think? Well, I know I talked about the whole screaming thing. So while it's great to scream, don't forget to laugh at yourself. Yeah. While you're in that moment, um, because you did accomplish some great things. And you're only going to accomplish even more great things in your life with your family, with your community. And sometimes this is just, like you said, that you part. You're yeah. at the bottom. You're not really at the bottom. I, I hate to say you're at the bottom of it. Well, and you might be, but you, that means there's all, there's an upswing, right? Yeah, so you got to look at it from that yeah. standpoint. Don't allow history nor statistics or what you see on social media to ever determine. I know we all probably hear that from other friends, but don't let it be this determining back factor in your mind of, man, so-and-so's doing that. I wish I had done X, Y, and Z, and I could have been there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not your life. That's not your journey. You're right. You are in your journey, and right now is the time for you to go, you know what? What do I envision my world to be? Mm-hmm. Get you accountability partner. Get you a vision board crew. Yeah. Whatever, whatever art and crafty you way you want to knock like, it out. As the artsy person now, I'm like, oh my god, a vision board. Now I need somebody to help me. Like, like how do these vision board things go? You know how people really have vision do, board parties. I know and they stuff do. Like that. I'm like, I don't know. but I feel like not just do the vision board, but then. Have some accountability to back this vision board thing up. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, I see the vision board parties being posted and all that, and that's beautiful. But I don't see the follow up of the vision board party being. Uh, but I don't know how. So. Right. I was going to say, you may not know. They may have a once a month check in or a two, you know, every two weeks yeah. check in. Hey, girl, how's it going? So, so definitely uh-huh. take those baby steps, you know, and, and be proud. And like I told somebody, live your best life each and every day. Mm-hmm. I try to tell myself that. Sometimes it works, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Easier said than done. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and my other thing, too, is while you're laughing and whatnot, don't forget to take pictures. Because when you're back, because, you know, sometimes we all get right back into that bottom of that you again. Then you can either pull out your phone and look at those photos and look at those memories and go, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I've been here before. These are the things that I've done to help me get back up the you. Let me go do those things mm-hmm. or do what skill set or uh, something that came from that or how I got to that to move myself upwards and forwards. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so to round out, reevaluating your life and choices is a normal human behavior, right? We are mm-hmm. ever evolving. So what's important to know that change can be a great thing when the shift impacts positive outcomes, right? Yeah, true. So midlife is not a sentence to mean one is on the decline. So that's why I didn't really like the term crisis either. So the best times of our lives are not behind us, right? Mm -hmm. Today is a great start in shaping your future, right? Live for today. Live your best life today. And so as I mentioned, therapy is a great way to explore who you are in this time of life and map out a game plan. So Mm -hmm. take a moment to reflect on the questions posted and comment via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Nice. Mm -hmm. When speaking of which, too, you know, this is great because of our sponsor that we had earlier um, or for this episode, um, you know, in terms of self-care and whatnot. And then um, I think we're going to be at a summit later on this month. Oh, yeah. This kind of ties into 
it all unknowingly. Yeah. So we, I, you want me to tell him or you want to tell him? No, I'll tell him. Okay. So, uh, well, definitely come meet us, Mahogany Mimology, or meet me at the Honeybee Natural Affirmation Summit on Saturday, September 22nd from 9 to 2.30 p.m. in Dallas. So um, we will be there. It's going to be great. Yeah. I hear. So the Affirmation Summit is a self-love and body-positive gathering aiming to provide women with tools to boost their self-worth, confidence, and aid in stress management. From a sunrise yoga to sensual dance, this Day of Affirmation will feature some of Dallas's finest motivational speakers and artists. And we'll be sure to put in our show notes um, the link so you can go get your tickets today. And we'll see you guys there. Absolutely. So, again, we invite you to the conversation via Twitter and Instagram, hashtag Mahogany Momology. If you like this or any of our episodes, be sure to rate and review us on Facebook or iTunes. Don't forget to check out our show notes for the links to nominate a momologist, our sponsor episode of this episode, Destiny Day Spa by Danier, and our brand partner, Yara Imani. So until next time, I'm Tosh. And I'm Mel. And thank you for listening to Mahogany Mammology. Bye-bye.